Welcome back to Encourage Radio. Of course, we are so glad that you have taken the time to be with us today. No matter what's going on in your life, whether you're in that car line, you're getting dressed in the morning, or you're just hanging out at the house, we are so glad that you are tuning in with us for just another, we hope, encouraging word on um, how to live life's journey. So what do we have going on today, Pastor Ron? Well, you know, it's interesting. So um, we've been in this little series with um, Frontsight, okay? So Frontsight, our podcast for me, we've been in this series on boys. Like, okay. there's so much material out there on why we're losing boys. I had no idea, like current material. And believe it or not, it's followed sort of where we are with Encourage Radio. So we're in Encourage Radio, we've been talking about principles and boundaries, why that's so important. Um, instead of saying like, because I said so, you, you need to have a foundation and a formation to answer that question that brings to them, um, like why, uh, they should follow. And and we're learning so much from that. Like there's been so many folks that have requested like the notes and the transcript and to go back from that. Um, I didn't expect that. I know. It's it pretty cool, right? It's very cool. And so we're learning that from like the Waterstone Academy here at our own um, church and even just people just sort of outside of both of those that are asking for that. Now, I was talking with Rodney, um, Pastor Rodney the other day, and just in general conversation, and sort of sort of about this, I guess, if you will. And he said something at the end. He said, you know, um, what we've learned from our children is when we serve together, and all of a sudden my mind went, boom. Like, how, how did I miss that? Because, of course, we did that with our girls, and we see that in so many families now um, in ministry. So, um, you know, there's I think there's one thing that brings all of, um, all of principles and boundaries to, to uh, reason. Like, it, you can talk about it, you can plan about it, you can share it at your home, but there's one way you literally can live this out, and yes. everything you're trying to teach them is right there. Yes. It's like a book with pictures for your kids. <laughs> sure like, is. it just makes sense. And it's learning how to serve with your kids. Invite your kids to serve. So obviously we're talking about church, but so much more than that. So what I mean by that is don't just um don't just tell your kids, hey, we're going to church tomorrow. And don't just have them attend. Like have them serve. Like give them something to do and a reason. We do that so much here at Waterstone. Like as early as they can serve, we already put them to serving and learning um, because it's it's a part of who we are and they get so much out of that. So I think there's one ingredient that brings all of what we're talking about together in terms of principles and boundaries, and it's serving. And so let's learn some things, uh, some things I've jotted down about, about what serving does. Well, here's a big one. Serving teaches your kids um, to be selfless. Yes, very much so. Now, that's huge because they're born focused on self, right? I mean, when they're born, they cry every so many hours, like, feed me. And then we have to te- we literally have to teach them to share. We have to teach them to not yell and grunt when they see something because life at that moment is all about them, my, my stomach, my needs, and so forth. But think about it. As teenagers, we have to constantly tell our teenagers it's not about them. As adults, we have to tell adults that it's not all about us. 
So selfishness is something that's constantly a part of all of us in each phase of life. Yes. Well, you can tell, you can stand all day long and tell your kid how to share. You can tell them how to think about others. But when we serve, when they actually see mom and dad serve, when they actually see mom and dad work, when they're serving, it teaches them to put others before them. Yes, very much so. I can remember growing up as I shared, my parents started multiple church plants. Um, and if I guess they call them church plants or whatever. But I can remember going on Saturday nights, you know, to the country club and picking up the beer bottles and the liquor bottles and cleaning out the room where the church is going to meet on Sunday morning. And I mean, of course, I had a blast. I was just, I think I was like six, seven years old. I was just running around the place, you know, wild. But uh, that made an impression on me, but not until much later. But everywhere we went in church, we served. We just didn't go to church. We served in church. And of course, we've seen that with our girls. We see it with families now. So it's not about just going to church and serving at church. It's about learning why, like why others matter. And we even tell adults that come to church, if you come to church and make it all about you, you've missed the point. Like you you get church when, when you serve at church. And it's part of our Waterstone Academy and Sunday Morning Waterstone yes. Arts Bend uh, philosophy, meaning, you know, whenever they are executing, when they are serving, you yes. get to see where their giftedness is. Yes. They may do it a little differently than you, and you get to visibly see what has been poured in and what That's they're able it. to flesh out. That's it. So are they able to go in and organize? I had um, two of our boys here, and I think one is what, sixth grade and one is fourth grade. So I had them do an inventory of all the Waterstone kids shirts. You know, it's like, all right. And I could see the difference on who's organized, who's doing this, who's looking right. at the overall picture of it. You know, what does yeah. that look like? But giving them opportunities early to serve yeah. is so important. I mean, um, I know that we have an, another girl, Emma Smith. She's so funny. She makes my coffee for me mm-hmm. for all the moms on on, um, Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So she knows how to go set up all oh, the coffee yeah, and get gosh. it done, you know, for our little waiting room for yeah. our moms. But those are ways that our kids can serve, and it can start really little. I think I used the illustration at Bible study the other day about in San Diego about how we would go and pass out flyers. Yep. And we were doing a church, a multi-site, an hour away from our home church. Right. And we would go strategically go play in parks yeah. um, in that area and go pass out flyers door to door. And I think Raya was, what, five? Yeah. And we were going door to door, praying over houses, you know, mm-hmm. just inviting people to church. And um, Raya, one time we were passing out water bottles, and she was actually passing out doodle bucks. to all of the guests that would come up. So she had a box of doodlebugs. And it was so funny because she was like, hey, do you want to come to my church? And also, would you like a doodlebug today? Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Do you remember that? It was hilarious. But that was her little version of still serving as we were passing out, you know, waters and cookies at a baseball game just for the community. Mm -hmm. Just, we had another way of being able to serve in that. That was right. a natural just overflow yeah. to realize that church is not just taking in, but it is living the Great Commission right. and living on mission. Well, that get, that, that's the next point. Serving gives kids a biblical worldview. Yes, very much so. And that that needs to really be a whole nother episode of like, what, why is it important? The world's going to give them a view 
Um, social media is going to give them a view. Ads are going to give them a view. Um, but so what, when we say biblical worldview, like what does that mean? Well, it's really simple. There is a God. You were created for a purpose. People are in need. They're in need of hope, peace, and life. And God's the answer. And so your children need to serve and everything they do needs to come out of that mindset. So like what you just said, having them live on mission already sets the framework for, we want you to get an education. We want you to have a job. We want you to be quote unquote successful, like to be able to provide for yourself. But you got to understand at the end of the day, that's not what life's about. Right. And so it gives them a biblical worldview. This is what serving does. And again, it's not just serving at church. I mean, I do believe biblically church, Ephesians 2.10, Church is the launching place from that. Yes. But it's serving wherever they are. Yeah, it's returning the grocery carts back up oh, to the store. How funny is that? You know, because you're thinking about <laughs> you're thinking about others. Right. That somebody has to come out and do that. Oh. Or maybe opening the door for somebody that has their hands full yeah. to teach them to be others minded right. is so important. I yeah. know that we've talked about this um, and we'll probably do another podcast, you know, a little episode on this, but, right. you know, being others minded, even at that opening day of baseball, yeah. whenever all those teams are, are running by, you're clapping, you're cheering for your own team, but you're also cheering for others. Yeah. You're also respecting when they bring out the flags, you know, with the color guard. Right. You maybe take off your hat, put it over right. your heart. You you show respect for your country. You show right. respect for your family. Right. So it's pretty awesome that, you know, we have all of those abilities yeah, to I mean, do that. that. that shopping cart thing, that's exactly what we're talking about. It's it's that. Well, I mean, you mentioned something. Serving, serving to me, actually becomes the classroom of life. Mm-hmm. So you can teach all day long, but this is where you flesh it out. And that's one of the beauties I loved about like homeschooling. Not that homeschooling is for everybody, but for us it was. But the beauty I like about homeschooling is you could build into your schedule times when they got out of the classroom and did life. They just didn't learn about life. So when I, excuse me, when I say it becomes the classroom of life, it teaches them honor. It teaches them hospitality. Like you said, respect. Like, we just don't see uh, much of that anymore. Respect for each other, respect for self, uh, respect for people of other ages um, and situations in life. It also demonstrates boundaries. Like, there's there's a way to serve and there's a place to serve. And it's learning, like, how to step into a certain room and how to read the room and how to, uh, you know, understand, like, what's needed at that moment. Is it mercy that's needed? Is it just a helping hand? Is it a word of prayer? Is it a word of kindness? You know, it's not just going in and doing something and leaving. I mean, it's learning how to serve appropriately, you know, in different boundaries. It also gives them a missing element, I think, that they have to develop empathy. Yes. When I say it's the classroom of life, it's learning how to put yourself. I'll never forget what a a dad said to me um, one time. He took his, his kids on mission. This was one of the wealthiest zip codes in America. And he said, my teenage daughter wanted to go on a missions trip because I thought she just wanted to go because her friends are going. And she kind of did. But she came back and, uh, and, and it was like in October. And when it came around time to ask for Christmas list, she didn't ask for anything. She said, normally she's asking for like 15 pairs of jeans and, you know, that kind of thing. He goes, she didn't ask for anything. The only thing she asked was, can I send stuff to others? Wow. And he says, so the, for the first time, my daughter, and he admitted it, who's very materialistic, he said she came back and she thought nothing of herself. She thought everything about others. Wow. Because she went over there and saw, like we've seen, kids sweeping dirt floors. Like they're building houses with like an aluminum foil. 
yeah, and just how absolutely blessed. So serving gives them the view from somebody else's shoes, yes, which is so critical. Yeah, it's it's, it's a classroom of life. Serving, as you know, also creates family memories. Like that. Now I get to go back and hand Raya a doodle book <laughs> and see if she remembers that. I didn't even remember that. I want to know if anybody ever came to church because of a doodle bug. That, was, that is funny. You never know. You never know. You they never could know. have. But I, I will I will say when they were that age, seldom did, did few people turn down the invitation from an eight-year-old. Yes, very much so. You and know, they would be passing out flyers and just a heartfelt behind it because they got to see that we were able to start a group in right. that area. We right. were able to minister. And this was a very affluent area in that. Oh, yeah. We would go to the park days to minister to the nannies. Right. And people with one, I guess a mom with one child had a nanny. Right. And so we kind of had to kind of change up the the ministry yeah. context, but being able to love on these kiddos and to share with them the hope of Christ. Right. And I can still remember the little sharing. I'm like, yeah, we're starting a church. Do you know what a church is? Wow. Because in that culture and in here, they don't know what a church is. They right. don't go to Believe a church for weddings or anything like that. So it was such a new terminology. And for our kiddos to really see that and to lay that foundation of serving. Yeah. Okay, so, so so to me, those are those are broad strokes. Yes, they are. Right. Um. Okay, let's let's get a little bit more practical. Okay. And then you get to determine in your home life what that means. Serving also instills responsibility. So one of the ways you can help reinforce doing chores at, is to get them serving somewhere else. I mean, who likes to go home and do laundry? I mean, who likes to go home and you know, like we do it as adults because it has to be done. Right. And sometimes getting your children to do that is difficult. But one of the things we're seeing in the workforce today are some things I'm going to mention right now. So serving um, actually teaches punctuality. Yes. Like we're seeing kids just show up whenever they want to show up to events. Or like here at our church, you know, we're it, we're still getting people to learn how to use like our software to let us know they're not going to be here or they are going to be here. And we're talking adults. Yeah. And just the courtesy of the think, courtesy. courtesy to think that others have to plan around yes. your choices. Yes. You know, and being able to follow through and understand the importance of that. Yes. yes. It teaches punctuality, focus. Mm-hmm. Like give them a task and it teaches them to focus, which translates into their seat work um, for homework. It teaches teamwork. Yes. Like so many kids, we, we think everybody plays team sports. Not many kids play team sports. They play video games and, and talk yes. to Hong Kong or something while they're playing, but that's not a team. I don't know what they do, but you know what I mean? Like very few, very few kids that are involved in some kind of if it's not a team sport, a team activity, a team yes. mission, a team goal. One of the things I love about our student ministry here at Waterstone is every other year we rotate. So one year we go to camp, next year it's mission. One year it's camp, next year it's mission. So it's not all about camp, like me, 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 like the big thing, but it's it's mission and it's learning how to work together um, on a team. These are lifelong lessons that they'll take with them forever. Yes. That serving instills. Here's another thing serving does. Serving actually strengthens their relationship with the church. So to your point where they don't know what a church is, they don't know what it, it looks like. So when they go there, like we know from like our adventure camp, the team that leads here, those kids look back five, six years later and go, remember that team? Remember this or that? Like what I got from it? That's what I love. Um, The joy they get when they serve with their friends. Yes. 
is something that sticks, bonds with them for such a long time. Yes. And church needs to, you know, set that up. I work with a lot of churches, and that's one of the areas where they're seeing there's a deficiency. They're seeing like, well, we've had this um, kindergarten teacher for like 32 years, and of course now she's aged out of serving. Well, because they didn't sort of bring another age groups, one or two age groups below them, they don't have the volunteers. They didn't start reaching those kiddos when they were like we do. You start putting kids to work when they're like in second, third grade. Um, they have a place, whether it's just standing here running the PowerPoint or if it's speaking or if it's saying hello or if it's setting up taking down or like you said, it's helping sort through T-shirts, whatever it is. But when they serve together, it lets them know that they're they're a part of like a body that's bigger than like school or teams. And then they understand the mission of the church. Even adults, when they come in here and volunteer, they're like, I had no idea there was this much behind-the-scenes work. I had no idea that, that this was involved. So get your kids involved. It strengthens. It gives them ownership. It gives them a, a place to go and a place to belong to. And that's what church is meant to be. Here's another thing it does. Serving reveals their gifts and their passions. Raina said it's a part of Waterstone Academy. It's a part of um, Waterstone Church. We really want to help you, your, you find your child's bend. Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way. Those words, in the way, speak there's a certain grain, there's a certain bend, there's a certain shape um, that they should take. Well, mom and dad, you get to see that. So we try to teach things like your child has a love language, your child has these gifts and abilities. Well, sometimes you don't just you don't see that as much in the home. But when you see them serving and either you're with them or you've handed them off, like serving at the Ronald McDonald house or something, right? Like we've done that. You actually get to see their passions come out naturally. Yes. You get to see what they gravitate towards. You get to see like, are they the manager? Are they the server? Are they like, are they the empathetic? Like you get to see like in motion, like in real time. And then maybe you're like, well, maybe here's how we'll get you doing that at home. Like maybe I've been asking in the wrong way. Maybe I've been trying to force a square um, object into a triangle pattern. Like you get to see where they're gifted. And you also get to let them try out on so many different things. Things they're probably not going to like. Public speaking, teaching, studying, setting up, clean up, take down. Let them see every bit of it. So like, you know, when I when we have guys and gals that are called into ministry here, one of the things I do is intentionally, I say for a year, I want you to see the entire sphere of church, not just an area that you're interested in. Like I want you to see children's, students, adults, life groups, hospitals, um, like we even took, you know, Ryan Jordan recently with us to like a different environment of ministry. I'm like, you even need to see that because you can get lost in the, the the walls of just our church and think that's what's out there. No, it's not all the same. And so it's in that environment you get to see them come alive, like maybe a twinkle in their eye or like an interest. Maybe it adds to the to the calling um, um, that is around them and so forth. But serving reveals, and I, and I know you've seen that in children's ministry, Randall, like you're able to go back and tell parents like, did you know little Johnny Susie did this, right? You've done that through the yes, years. very much so. And I love it because you get to see that giftedness and they get to work it out early in life rather than in adulthood. Right. So here's That's one the of the point. things. So many times, you know, we think, oh, I want to be the soloist or, oh, I want to be the leader of that. 
Well, all of a sudden, as a kid, they have these opportunities to go into leadership, and it is not their cup of tea. Yes, and well you have said. parents that are like, "Oh, I want my child to be a leader of this," and their child tries to step into it, and it yeah. is not their fit. Yeah. Well, many yeah. kids don't have that opportunity to kind of flesh that out early in life. So they get into job situations and they think, oh, I want to be the director and the lead of this. But then they don't like people or they can't handle conflict or they can't do this or at their marketplace or at their job. And they realize, you know what? I am so good at admin. I am so good at kind of passing on to someone else, or I'm a visionary. I can't do all the details, you know? So being able to flesh that out as a student or as a kid kind of brings a contentment to their heart early. So they're able to focus in more on what they are good at. Those are such great examples. So they don't get into that job place or in college and have this Instagram I want to be an influencer, right. but then not realize really what it takes to be, you know, to get right. there. Right. No, that's abs. What specifically, like what you said when you're like, I want my child to do this. Yes. And they'll probably do it because mom and dad, out of respect, are asking, but it's not their thing. Right. No, that is so. And that's what I mean. Like when you put them in different servant environments, that's when certain things jump out at you and you're like, okay. I kind of had you pegged as this, but you're actually this. I thought I saw you at home. Like you naturally picked up the karaoke mic and you sang at home, but woo, we put you in front of others and you don't do that. So why? So you get to see like, why do they clam up? Why do they close down? Are they just comfortable doing that at home? And that's more of a home thing rather than it's a calling or an ability or a gift. Right. Serving shows you that. Yes. It gives you like real time examples of what they like, how that, what motivates them, what's down inside of them, and then you can craft your educational environment, your home environment around that to amplify that. Yes. Absolutely love that. Here's another one. Serving shows them how God moves. Oh, wow. And that, to me, is the most important. Yes. That could have been mentioned first, but I look at this one as like a pyramid. Like, this is the base. And so, five, four, three, two, one. Um, all of that. So... Now, this experience, how God moves, has no age restrictions, which is what I love about that. In other words, your kids don't have to get to a um, certain age, if you will, to serve. Now, there are certain things by age they have to wait until, like serving in student ministry, serving on the worship team, um, helping out in certain areas, going on missions trips. Thankfully, we work with an organization that allows middle schoolers. Most of the time, most organizations only allow high schoolers. But we have an organization that knows us, and they're like, because we know you and we know what you do, we're going to allow parents to come with middle schoolers because that's we know that's your philosophy and DNA of your church. But there's no age restriction to them being able to see God move, and you want them exposed to that. Oh, yeah. Now, they can be exposed to that at home. Like they can see the Lord answer prayer like, God gave dad a job. God, God provided mommy an opportunity. They can see that. But when they see it in the context of so many other people's lives, yes, or they witness it on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or a Wednesday night or at an event or an admissions trip, that will forever 
be in their heart, in their head, in their mind. I was having a conversation. I think it was with Aaron, but anyway, it was the behind the scenes. You know, when you serve, Mm. you get to see the changes in people's lives. So whenever you witness a baptism, you don't just witness someone going in the water and out of the water. You have the opportunity to know the whole backstory journey of where they have been and how they have grown. Yes. So the the gift of serving allows you to see God at work. Yep, that's it. And you get to see the miracles whenever, you know, a child maybe changes their life or takes the opportunity to live differently. Yes. You know, that God is being real in their life. And you get to see that. That is such a gift that just spurs you on to the Great Commission. It spurs you on to continue serving. And that that's exactly what we're talking about. So, you know, we talked about principles and boundaries, um, principles and formations. We, we tried to give you go back to the previous two podcasts that talked about that. And you have to have those in your home. Like if you listen to Front Sight, Rodney shared a great illustration, a statistic where um, a school actually took, in a for playground, they took down the fencing and kids only play with like 20% of what was there. But when they put the fencing back, they used 90% of the playground. So kids wow. love boundaries. They love structure. It makes them feel secure. They're going to push against it. Naturally, they're not going to like it. But so what? How, how do you help them experience those principles and foundations, uh, boundaries, without you just always saying, do this and do that and go here and go? How do you serving? Yeah. The context of serving and you serving with them is literally your you it's the classroom of life. Yeah. And it's where they get to see God move and that's when you as a mom and dad can say, "Remember that God moment? Remember when God spoke? Remember when God answered? Remember when God moved? Remember how you felt and what that ignited in you, that ignited this gift, this passion? You you know what that felt like to be a part of the local church, something bigger than you?" And now don't you feel like a sense of like ownership and responsibility? Like, let's be there on time. Like we know, we've seen a lot of kids will remind their parents, let's go to let's go to church. Oh, yeah. Or we need to serve this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or dad, are you going to go on the missions trip with me? Like they'll start reminding. There's so much that serving does. Like we could literally talk for like another, I don't know, two or three episodes. And we might, we might expand on that. Like how to teach your kids to be selfless. That could be an entire episode um, on its own, how to give them a biblical worldview. But get your kids serving. We often say this, kids bring the parents to church, and that's okay. Um, Get your kids serving with you. Find a place to do that, and that literally is going to help reinforce the words that you're using um, for principles and foundations. We love it. We love watching kids serve here and, and speaking at early ages because they become the guys and the gals that become the worship team, that become yeah. the greeters, the event planners, the, the, the mission team leaders. And and that's what you want them to do. You want them to think that life is so much bigger than just a job and education, that my life has purpose. And that's only learned, as we said, through serving. Well, we are, I'm so thankful. I really am thankful for that. You guys literally intentionally listen, that you ask for notes that like Frontside specifically, Frontside has a group of 50 men right now in a Bible study. Wow, that's locally. awesome. That's incredible. We're just now starting to cross-pollinate between, um, we have a lot of moms that listen to both, but we're now we're having a lot of dads that go from Frontside to Encourage Radio. So dads, welcome 
to, to listening. And I honestly, genuinely am thankful for how you all participate in this. But as we always try to say, like, share, and subscribe. We don't say that just as a marketing ploy and marketing words, but we believe more parents need to hear this. Yes. And that's our goal is to raise godly families. And so we love you guys. We thank you for listening, for liking, sharing, subscribing, and let us know what what you want to hear from us next. We always take that feedback, but we're excited for this. Have a blessed day wherever this finds you and blessings on you. We'll see you soon. Bye.